and what a holy night it is. Christmas Eve, it comes but once a year, and we are gathered here together at East Shore Unitarian Church. Welcome. Now, a Unitarian Universalist Christmas is not so much about the virgin birth of the Son of God, although we respect those who might believe that. Rather, a Unitarian Universalist Christmas is a celebration about the everyday miracle of the birth of children, for they are all sacred. Can I hear amen? Amen. And the ways that we shape and reshape our lives, humbling us from preconception about the love and power of relationships that we might have with our children or children might have between each other or with us as parents. You see, the story of Mary, the mother of Jesus, shows us, starting in the first chapter of Luke in the Bible, that parenting is a spiritual path. As is the nature of a spiritual path, if you allow it, it will humble you, it will reshape you, it will challenge you, and ultimately, if you claim it, if you say yes to it, it will change you. This is the spiritual path. This is the path of Mary. Mother Mary in some stories can seem like a scared and obedient 15-year-old, for that is how old she was. But in Mary's song, that first chapter of Luke, verses 146 and 155, we are told of the Mary who before giving birth to the baby Jesus, when she was just learning of what her life might become, that she would soon be, in fact, a mother of her own was more like a rebel intent on reorienting unjust systems, the same way that we remember Jesus goes on to become. So the first verses of Mary's song say, my soul magnifies the Lord. Now, who knows what you do with a magnifying glass, right? You look in it. And something becomes larger. So let me repeat. The first verses of Luke say, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God. That's Mary claiming her relationship with God or the spirit of life. However, you might need to look at it. It makes things bigger. So Mary's soul, her spirit is making this spirit of life, the divine spark of life, bigger. And she begins rejoicing. The next few lines of Luke share how amazed Mary is. That she is reminded of justice in how she was being treated. In coming to her, Mary sees that the universe, that God perhaps, doesn't operate by rewarding those who are greedy. Doesn't reward those who are war makers. Who take from others over and over. In fact, Mary claims her relationship with God as a mother because she trusts in his nature. She isn't famous or popular. She's not a celebrity and she doesn't come from a rich family. And yet God comes to her and she rejoices. Mary's song says that God that loves her, that seeks her out, is the same spirit of life that transforms injustice and oppression and is the same spirit of life that lifts up the lowly, the hungry with good things. In fact, she herself has known hunger and need. She has learned patience and kindness and generosity through her need. 
She has learned gratitude, and perhaps it is those things that in these verses of Luke, Mary remembers. So she sees this angel in her dream vision come to her, and it tells her that she will have a son, as I believe the second story book page shows you. She is amazed and in awe. She wasn't quite expecting her life to take this turn, and yet it does. She says yes to life. That's the teaching right there in Mary's song of praise. Just as Mary gives birth to Christ saying yes to life, we can too become a midwife in our own lives. Perhaps there's something you want your heart to say yes to. I'm not talking about presence. No, no, no. I'm talking about maybe a relationship that needs mending. Or maybe you're just so excited that your grandmother is coming tomorrow for Christmas. Say yes to that. Say yes to those moments in your heart that spark joy and claim them, for that is the same spirit of life that brought Jesus into this world through Mary. Joy to the earth. And repeat it often, for it is a practice. It is not a destination. Joy is not something that you check off and then are done with. Joy is a spiritual practice that we return to over and over and over again every day, claiming it as our own, just as Mary said yes to Jesus. And so they went after this vision and becoming pregnant. Mary and Joseph went to the city of Bethlehem that is still there today where Jesus was born in a manger, perhaps deep in the winter in a night just like this with rain or snow or ice or many unpredictable elements, in fact. And others heard of his arrival and followed that star, those wise men that we talked about that you see in some of these story walk bulletins around the sanctuary. That star was out there. And others followed the star, whether it was the shepherds or the wise men coming up coming into Bethlehem on Epiphany and claiming Jesus, freeing him blessings. And it wasn't long after Jesus was born that his family had to travel again and leave Bethlehem. And so, in fact, growing up, Jesus was in a town of Nazareth with his parents, Mary and Joseph. Luke's 2, 4 through 6 and 39 to 40. There's a lot of Luke in here. Joseph and Mary raised Jesus in the traditions of their Jewish faith. Jesus learned to read the Torah, the sacred Jewish text. And Jesus and Joseph worked side by side. They talked about religion, and Jesus felt a strong connection to God, perhaps from the stories that his parents told him growing up about the miracle of his birth and what his mother experienced about the three wise men. When you're told those stories repeatedly, you might feel that connection to God, to the spirit of life. Jesus went on to study and learned how to share his voice and vision with the world. He learned how to speak up and inspire people to shine brightly in their lives, how to find joy and hope, Later, he traveled to tell people his ideas about living together in peace and love. He was, in fact, quite passionate about these messages. And he was also prophetic. He brought the good word where perhaps there was no good word. People who were sick started to come and see him, and he helped them feel better. Jesus served the world as a healer and a teacher 
And his joy and hope and peace and love were infectious in a way. People were able to witness a great leader and were inspired to follow him, to just soak up those teachings and absorb what he had to say. How many of you just can think of an amazing teacher in your life that you just want to get close to, have all those conversations with and pick their brains with because it's just filling you up every cell. That was Jesus for many people. And in those beginning days, we see glimpses of a world waiting to be born. One inspired by the power of relationships, starting with Mary and Joseph, and then later who would go on to become his chosen family. So you too can ask yourself, I'll, I'll say it in the eye. What are some of my special gifts? You can ask yourself that. Just as Jesus might have been born with those special gifts and there were people surrounding him to nurture, you too have special gifts inside of you, that joy. Think to yourself, what are some of my special gifts? Maybe there was something that you were born being really good at. Maybe there's something that you find yourself thinking a lot about or are super curious Those might be some of your gifts that you can pour yourself into, that if you have faith and claim faith and say yes to life, just getting curious might lead you to a special place in becoming who you maybe were meant to be. In all my long years of being in church, of knowing the Christmas story forward and back, I never quite heard of these verses of Luke that I'm talking about tonight. Where had Mary, the mother of Jesus, been all my life? I missed out, and surely I want to tell you about her story tonight. It is through her song that we see the wisdom tradition that Jesus goes on to study and to preach and to heal and to organize. We see Jesus' wisdom in Mary. I don't think it was happenstance that Mary was the mother of Jesus. No, she helped make him who he was. We help make each other who we become. So tonight on the eve of Christmas, let's not contemplate the significance of just one person, but rather the relationships we have with your parents, your chosen family, your children, your friends. Perhaps Jesus was a special soul, one of those people that you encounter that change your life forever. We all have those special people. But also he comes, he came from a family beloved and nurturing with a strong spiritual identity and values. They all helped shape each other and Jesus into who he became. So when we look up in the night sky, maybe tonight, maybe later, maybe on these story pages as you walk around, you can see the angels and the shepherds and the wise men. And we see many stars. Perhaps some shine more brightly than others. But when you look up at the sky, you don't just notice one star. You notice a constellation. You see many stars. And Jesus was a bright star in a constellation. I mean, not everybody gets a religion after them, right? He was something special. People followed him. And yet he was a star in a greater constellation of family and beloved community. Now let us sing, go tell it on the mountain, for Jesus Christ is born. And now if you join us in prayer with Reverend Maria Christina. Beloveds, let us open our hearts in the spirit of communal prayer. Spirit of life and love, 
We know you by many names or perhaps no name at all. Yet together we know this is a holy night. We come from many different traditions or perhaps no tradition at all. We have celebrated decades of Christmases or this might be only our first or second time at a Christmas Eve service. Yet together we know this is a holy night. It is a holy night because we are here together, joined in our common humanity, listening to the words of the centuries-old stories and the familiar carols, recognizing that these are our stories too. We have been the frightened young couple whose lives are about to change forever through no intention of their own. We have known what it is like not to fit in, to be excluded, to be told that there is no room at the inn for us because of who we are. We too have been the shepherds who are stunned into silence by the awe of nature, fearful of what we are being asked to do next. We are the wayfarers on a journey that has an ending we do not know yet. But we also know the promise of looking into the eyes of a newborn child. We recognize the divine within that new life. Emmanuel, God is with us. We have known the excitement and the adventure of a shared new journey. We know that we cannot make it through this life alone. We pray that we too will have visits from wise ones, angels who will tell us not to be afraid, and those who bring us light in our darkest days to show us the way. We yearn for the promise of peace and everlasting love, and that the words of the carols might ring true always and forever. Let there be peace on earth. And let it begin with me in the bleak midwinter, in this world of pain. May our hearts be open. May love be born again and again. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. Joy to the world. Joy to the earth. Peace on earth. Goodwill to all, and all means all. Silent night, holy night, may all be calm, may all be bright. We know together it is indeed a holy night, and we are blessed to share it together here tonight. Amen. Blessed be Ashe. Amen.